Welcome to Talent Takeover Unfiltered. When it comes to working hard and keeping it real, we know our shit. Self-care, happiness, inner peace, and time. I'm Brianna Rooney, and this is Taylor Bradley. Hey, y'all. And we have thrived in chaos and turned it into an art form. So, Taylor, what are we doing here today? We're here to give you a raw, under-the-hood view of all things recruiting and finally give credit where credit is due to a long, underrated industry that's full of, quote-unquote, experts. All right. Well, then let's take this show to the road. Hello, welcome to Talent Takeover Unfiltered. We're coming to you as always. Um, so we have got an interesting subject as always. So thank you for listening. If you love it, which I'm sure if you're listening, you do, please send it to friends. Let's grow this community. Let's grow paying it forward and all these amazing things. Taylor, how are you doing? Doing great. How are you? Oh, I'm doing spicy today. It was just your birthday. So <laughs> did you have a good, like, it was your evening. I know you celebrated. Uh-huh. How are you feeling today? Actually, really good. Like, I only had two cocktails, which is very odd because I will tell you, I normally always go for, like, a boozy lunch, but I had <laughs> shit to do. Work. God damn it. Um, and uh, so no boozy lunch. I'm like, nope, going to be good. I'm going to get drunk tonight. Yo. And then uh, we went to this super fancy restaurant that I love. But I love it too much that it's like I can't I can't drink that much because I'm focusing on eating so much. The food's just so good. <laughs> so yeah. good. Yeah. It's so good. And you know what was really cool? So shout out to Mastros. Uh, they did a personalized menu for me. So mm. I'll, sh- I'll send you a picture. I'll sh- show you guys all the picture. But yeah, it said like Brianna's 39th birthday, Mastros. Like I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. Like, and honestly, it's just like them reprinting a menu. So in the grand uh-huh. scheme of things, it's not that much, right? Yeah. And and then they give you like this amazing dessert, which, oh my God, they have the butter cake and I it's my mouth watering. I make, and, gooey, is it gooey butter cake? Because I can yeah. make that shit. Are you serious? Oh, I'm, so yeah, it's a, it's a family recipe and Aaron will just sit there and eat the whole thing. Like, oh my God, my mouth watering. It's yeah, the I'm going to have to make it for you. Oh, you, oh yeah. You're automatically coming over this weekend. <laughs> you just get on that plane. <laughs> I'm going to teleport there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but like even on like the plate, it's like happy 39th birthday, Brianna. You know, and it's like fucking loved it. Loved yeah, it. that reminds. They have a place here in Dallas that does that called Ocean Air, and they'll reprint mm. the menu for you and everything. And then they bring out this dessert that's like on fire, and it says like happy birthday all around. It's it's Love super. It. But I guess it's just those fancy places that like you know will reprint a menu for you. Yeah, right. Like I mean, but again, it doesn't take that long. You have a printer, right? <laughs> No, I mean, just killing another tree, but yeah, um, whatever. Come it's on. like not just everywhere we'll do Come that, on. but it's, it's super, I don't know. It's those fancy places, but yeah, I love those places. They also bring out a carrot cake. That's like six carrot cakes, Off the charts. which is oh my, my shit. God. Mm. Well, we actually, uh, I did something that I have not done and I brought my kids there because I'm not always mm. like a big fan of like kids at fancy places because they don't mind their manners, but they're really, they're really good, especially like when I like threaten their lives. And so uh, and I did tell them like, cause I've seen quite a lot of famous people there. Mm. And so they were so bummed that they didn't see someone famous. <laughs> I was like, sorry. It's like, where's Britney Spears? <laughs> I thought you said, you know, I'm like, oh, she's sorry. playing with knives. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think you want to see her right now. <laughs> uh, but have you seen no, her? No, of course not. Oh my not. God. So they did this welfare check oh. on her. It's all over the news because you know her dance videos that I always yeah. send you that you're like, so she's got two big ass butcher knives and she's like, click, click, click. And doing her spins and her circles oh, and so all sad. that shit. And she's like, they're not real. Clack, clack. And we're like, oh, yes, they are. And uh, apparently she had cuts. And I don't know. So they, oh. it's like all over the news that somebody sent a thing in to do a welfare check. So the sheriff went and did a welfare check on her. Bless her heart. Oh, that's but too like, bad. 
Yeah, the Buffalo Boys. Oh, it's sad. Yeah. How the hell did we get here? Okay, what are we talking about? We're talking okay. about texting. We're, uh, we're, we're <laughs> not damn. talking about Britney Spears. We are talking God about damn. texting and recruiting. So yes. this one, I think there's different schools of thought on what roles it should be used for and all that stuff. Or, or maybe there used to be. I should actually say there used to be different schools yeah. of thought. Um, but let's just like get right into that. Texting and recruiting. How do you feel about it? Love it. I dig it. Um, I think that I actually... Uh, I'll tell a story. So I was just, um, this person is trying to, you know, they want, they want to hop on the bandwagon with Thriversity, which is cool, which if you all don't know, it's our learning development side. So we have all these digital courses and coaching and stuff like that. And they're like, Hey, I want to get more growth, more visibility there. We work on commission. Mm -hmm. Like, and so, and they're texting me this Mm -hmm. and I'm like, it's not, it's not a bad idea, right? You know, pay for results. Like, okay, yeah, cool. Like I'll talk to you. And, but it's a text. And so I meant to get back to them and I didn't. So they text me back and it's like these little itty bitty snippets, right? Yeah. And if that person would have emailed me, I would have ignored them all day long. But for some reason, like text is so efficient. It's so direct, which I love. I love the directness in sales. And I know that when we talk about recruiting, there's this whole other thought, you know, in the last year or so that we need to be marketing more, you know, we need to have more relationship buildings. And I agree. Right. But mm-hmm. we're all fucking busy. What do you want? Does it make sense for me to talk to you? Simple. Yeah, absolutely. And so whenever I think about texting and recruiting, how it used to be used, like back in the day, whenever I was working um, for IBM and we were using it for like manufacturing clients, mm-hmm. that was the best way to get a hold of them for manufacturing candidates because, you know, they're working shifts. Typically, they yeah. can't even have their phone on the floor. But if they do, it's like a quick, they definitely can't take a phone call, right? So it was always my belief. And I, I really do think it's accurate to to the market, and the industry that texting used to only be applicable for certain jobs. Now, fast forward to 2023. I think texting is applicable to all jobs. I, I oh, know every like, level, every level, every, every level. role. Um, We're working, you know, on a C-suite search. And I encouraged our recruiter whenever she was trying to get some availability from a CFO candidate and hadn't heard back via email. I'm like, just shoot her a quick text and just say, yeah. hey, you know, because obviously, the client side, like they're waiting. There's a couple of VPs and C-suite that were waiting on this person's availability and schedules are booking up. A day had gone by. I'm like, maybe it's, you know how emails get buried? Just shoot a quick text. They do. And so she did. And she got back in a matter of seconds. And I'm like, this just shows how much has changed in like the last 10 years of, mm-hmm. it used to be like, oh my God, don't even think about texting a C-suite candidate. Like don't, <laughs> don't do it. You know what I mean? It makes yeah. you look unprofessional if you're sending them a text. It's too casual, you know? And then like fast forward to this day and age, I think people want exactly what you said. Like it's very direct. It's to the point. Here's what I need from you. It takes two seconds to text somebody back uh-huh. versus like, I don't look, I don't know about you, but like, I don't look at my personal email, but maybe like once a day. Well, here's what's funny is I haven't had a personal email since I was like 16. Oh, so I, that would be so inaccurate for me. It does. I don't, doesn't even exist. It was uh Roxy eight, Roxy eight at AOL.com. Well, thank God <laughs> that's dead. <laughs> yeah. It does no, it no longer lives. So like they would have to, you know, email my, my professional one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but I love texting. So we've actually have been doing it for a while with candidates as far mm-hmm. as like scheduling. And so I always encourage, you know, the recruiters and myself to say, like, Hey, what, what's your preferred communication? Do you yeah. like, I, and I try to get them off LinkedIn as fast, as quick as possible. Like if that's even how I got them, you know, and I'm like, I get them off. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to shoot you an email. I'll put, just spoke to you in the subject. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's me look out for that. Or, Hey, do you like text or do you like a quick phone call? 
What do yeah. you like? What do you, what, what's, what's your preference? What's, what's your cup of tea? Yeah. But texting, I think will always get the job done. Always. Yeah. I completely agree. I think it's like, it's just not, it, there is not the stereotype or um, perception that it used to have. And I know for a fact it used to have that because I used to work on both. Like we'd have manufacturing mm-hmm. roles, we'd have C-suite roles. And so I remember being like, okay, there's a certain, and it was typically based on availability of uh, per the job that they do, right? Which yeah. when you think about it, it's crazy. It's like, there's not a lot of C-suite people that are just sitting around like on their phones either. Like, so getting to them very quickly through a text is like really the best way to go. But I think texting and recruiting is really, really powerful. Now, what I don't love is somebody asking you a bunch of questions. Oh, yeah. That's not like things that you should have asked in a phone screen. Don't send that in a text. I think that's Mm -hmm. where you've got to know the difference of like, if there are some outstanding questions or maybe it came came to the recruiter later that there were questions, specific questions they needed to be asking candidates Mm -hmm. as per the hiring manager, send those in an email. Like don't send those questions in a text and expect them to type you novels and stuff to answer your questions that should have been interview questions. I think that's, it's be brief, be bright, be gone thing. Like you need to get quick information. It's very direct, but you don't need to have extended conversations with candidates via text. No, it gets it gets to be too much. But I will say that what I would do, like let's just say I have three questions to ask, is I would I would text that person and I would say, hey, heads up, I have three additional questions a hiring manager wants answers to or whoever. I'm going to shoot those over in an email. Boom. Happy to ha- or say, hey, happy to text it to you, but I think it's going to be too much. I'm going to shoot an email. Like, but you know, and the person might come back and say, ah, it's all right. Like, let me just text because they don't want it on their personal email. Maybe, maybe uh, depending on the company they work for, they they really monitor, you know, their computer. So I think there's just different ways of thought, but just ask the fucking question or just give yeah. a heads up, you know? Yeah. And I think that's a good best practice, what you stated before of like asking them what their preferred method of communication is, you know? And I think that's like shows a lot of respect. And it's because I know that people have hesitancy with texting a candidate if they haven't asked them beforehand if it's okay. Yeah, I could Which see that. I could see that too. Like I totally understand that. So I think to obviously combat that issue. You just need to ask them like, it's your preferred method of communication or which one or say, Hey, um, I just found it easier to text whenever I get updates as far as scheduling and availability. Is it okay if once I get the hiring manager's availability, I shoot you a quick text with that so we can coordinate. I think as long as you're setting the scene. Yeah, no, for sure. And I really, I I dig it for biz dev. So, you Mm. know, I, especially with past clients, you know, so I've got lots of actual hire managers on my phone. And I was like, oh, wait, I do have that, don't I? Like, we do obviously have a relationship. I've talked to this person. So shooting a text and be like, hey, you know what? I know LinkedIn's crowded. So just kind of tell them like, hey, I didn't want to shoot you over, you know, a message on LinkedIn. Because like, even the people that like I have a relationship with and like I know for a fact would get back to me if they saw it, Mm -hmm. weren't, weren't getting back to me. Even someone who wants me, okay, a great example. Someone wants uh, me to fly up and do a conference for them. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Like they, like we've already agreed, but it's coming up real soon. I'm like, hello, you know, like yeah, let's talk yeah. about this. And so I had to follow up with this person three different ways just to get a response. And so I bet you if I had that person's phone number, texting would have like really nailed it because yeah. it's easy peasy and it's not crowded. That brings up, that's a great point of like making sure that you get their number because also you Mm -hmm. could see a a number that they could provide could be their work number, could be a Google voice number, could be any kind of number. So making sure that if you ask the question and they say they're okay with you texting them, making sure you have the right phone number, just like you would confirm an email confirming that you have the right phone number. That's really important. But I think it's just a, a tool for us to be more efficient for everyone, not us as recruiters, but everybody to be more efficient, to be able to now incorporate texting into the recruiting process. 
process. Mm-hmm. I love it. And now I'm even thinking about like, I think text sequences are probably really, really, really powerful. Yeah. I get a lot of text sequences for like different, uh-huh. like, brands that I've like bought stuff for yeah, and it works, you know, better totally. than their email campaigns do. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it like this. Okay. So like if you're sending a message via LinkedIn, you have to type out the whole URL, right? Yeah. You can't just like link things, which by the way, come on, LinkedIn, get your shit together. Right. So, but, <laughs> yeah. but like when you're doing it via text, how easy is that just to be pink and just click by now you already have like the discount code or whatever it is. And now that I'm thinking about it, why are we not sending text sequences for like Thriver City? Well, we're starting today. Well, there we go. You'll be starting them from us. Um, And then I do, I know some people have it like, so I think it's still good to ask the question because I know some people have like texting features blocked for numbers they don't know. Sure. Like if it's not a same number in your phone. So I think that's a really good one to say when you're asking the hire, or it could be the hire manager, it could be the candidate, it could be whoever. Mm -hmm. If you can text them, make sure to save my number. Just like how you tell people, like, make sure to save my email address so it doesn't go to spam. Yeah. No, exactly. And you know what's so interesting is that for me, it's way easier and more efficient, I think, to save someone's number in my phone than it is to say this is a safe email in my email, which is crazy because I'm in my email all the time. Like, why is that? But it's I guess it's something that I'm not used to doing. And so, you know, all of a sudden your junk kind of like goes like crazy. and, And now you have like 400 messages in junk. And it's like, who's going through that? I'm just deleting it. Like, and I might have lost something that I didn't want to lose, you know? Yeah. And I think that's also what you think about for like, like you said, biz dev purposes to put somebody in your phone, you've got their number forever. And like, I've had the same cell phone number since, you know, I was a freshman in college. Yeah. So it's like most people don't change their cell phone numbers. So that's it's kind a of big like gold. deal to change your. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. To get somebody's cell phone number is like gold. And you never know when a candidate could become a hiring manager. Yeah. You never know. So to be able to have somebody's cell phone, like I remember um, doing biz dev for us, you know, I was able to text somebody who was very, very high up within US Steel and his phone number was still the same. And it's been like over 10 years. And he got back to me and everything. And this was just like a few months ago, just trying to do some biz dev for us. And I'm like, oh my God, the power of having somebody's cell phone is like even more so than an email address. Having somebody's cell phone. I agree because there's no way that a text message goes into spam. Yeah, no. It's it's not even possible. Well, I think you could set it up to where like I because I know that we have an employee who has it set up to where she doesn't get numbers like she won't get a phone call from a number she doesn't know or a text like something if there's right, a setting right. on your phone. Yeah, I don't have it set up or anything, but I know that there is one that's like something like that. So it'll just go straight to a voicemail. Like oh, she won't okay. even, it won't even text, ring. It won't I don't even... think I don't think she'll even get it. Really? That's mm-hmm. interesting. Okay. Well, how many people do that? Because I didn't know any. <laughs> no, I think, and it's, I think yeah. it's very much like if it's coming from a number, I think some of those are like, um, you know, zero one six four. Have you ever seen oh, those texts yeah. where it's not yeah, like yeah. a real number? It's a very much like a, like I'll get them from AT&T sometimes. Sure. And so I think maybe that's probably what her texting feature is set up to do. Mm-hmm. And then anything that's set up as a phone number, as far as like spam risk, you know, how it'll show up on your phone. Yeah. She has that set up to where she doesn't yeah. even see those. So, yeah, but I think an actual number, like a number from a real person sending a text, it's not going to show up as like spammy. Right. Especially if like you got them. But I mean, there's all different systems. I think a lot of people instantly go to Zoom Info. Mm -hmm. Oh, Zoom Info, because that's the one that everybody knows. But honestly, it's the most expensive. Yeah. You know, so what what are we looking at? What? Seamless? Seamless AI. Mm Mm-hmm. Seamless AI. And the bottom line is the more the more touches you have, the better. But text messages, I think, is not something, especially in recruiting, 
that has been completely, I'll say, violated <laughs> because we all know LinkedIn and emails are getting violated right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think I think you're it's such a good point that you're like, this is so powerful to have somebody's cell phone number. Think about the relationship that you have to have with someone to get to their cell phone number. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. and yes. And you know, like how no one, like it's very rare. Someone's going to be like, I don't know you. Oh yeah. What? I have your number. <laughs> yeah. It's very like what it, JLo said that about like Brittany. I don't know. Somebody said that somebody's super famous. Oh, Mariah Carey said that about JLo. I don't know her. It's like all of this. It's like everybody knows her. Get out of here. I mean, even if you don't know the number, because I know my phone does this thing sometimes as I've gotten new ones where it will register. It won't have a number that I'm like, I know I had that number saved. Like, I'll know I had that number saved and I can scroll up and see my conversations from years ago with this person. But for some reason, their contact just won't be in my phone anymore. It'll show That's their weird. number. Yeah. yeah. But I could go see historically our conversations throughout the years. So I don't know why that stuff happens. And I've had that, like other people have told me that's happened to them too. But I think it's, again, like I had that person's number from US Steel for over 10 years and it's still like, it was the same number and yeah. I had it in my phone. So yeah. it's wild. So to recap, I think first of all, for recruiters, especially that that have clients and candidates, this can be used the same way. Hey, uh, have time for a quick chat today. Hey, I've got an update in an offer. Hey, I got an update on a candidate. Hey, just you know, it's it's used for very quick methods of communication, especially if you're not getting them elsewhere. But let's not forget about this for biz devs. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to throw a question at you um, for a cold text message. What like? How do you think you would roll through that? Or or even just someone you haven't talked to in a really long time. I mean, I guess those are two different things, but... Two different things. So somebody I haven't talked to in a really long time, I'm all for it. If it's somebody that is um, just like doing biz dev and I, I've never spoken to you ever because, I mean, I'm, I'm just put it out there, like my cell phone number is in my email signature. It is. Yeah. And oh. so I don't love if I've emailed with somebody for something like a product, a platform, whatever it is, and they just start sending me like business development, like trying to sell me stuff through my cell phone number. And we've never even talked before. Mm-hmm. I don't love that. I don't love that. I'm like, wait, 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 what is this? Because I won't even know what it's about. I won't know who it's coming from. I think that it's also too dependent upon the approach. I think if somebody's like, hey, I've tried getting you. I know we talked back in XYZ, April, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I've tried sending you a couple emails with no response. Maybe I thought I'd maybe try you here. Um, I think that's a different, I think it's all about the approach. But if we've spoken before, and this is just putting a disclaimer out to, I guess, everybody. Like, if I've spoken <laughs> to you before, you can text me and I'm not going to feel a way about it. If yeah. we've never had a conversation and you just track down my cell phone and then don't tell, like, we've never spoken and you don't lead with something that even acknowledges that we've never spoken or acknowledges, mm-hmm. like, I've tried sending you emails. I'm going to try contacting you here, something like that. If you're just sending me spam that feels like spam, mm-hmm. I'm probably, it's probably going to be a turnoff, but it's all about the approach. It has all to feel about- personal all about the approach and it's really leading with the ROI. What can you do for me? Yeah. Like period. So I'm actually going to get this up right now because I I dig this for BizDev. Um and I'm just going to full blown just freaking read it, right? Um hey Brian, it's Lori with blah blah. From the looks of your business online, my team did the math and they are certain we can help you bring in an additional 100 to 400k in top line revenue under 12 months or less with our team of appointment setters as long as you have a high ticket offer we have a guarantee so then i was like i looked i read it and i was like 
okay, whatever. Um, and then goes into recently we helped and it gives me a very small testimonial. Like we helped an owner of a service provider company bring in 120K in under six months by using our proven chart. And so like it goes on a little bit. Does this sound like something you'd be interested in? If so, I can get you on the team with one of my growth analysts. So I was like, Again, I kind of like looked at it and I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, and again, like it's like, it's a spam, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so they shot me another one. Hey, our growth analyst is ready to discuss this further in depth. You know, it, would this be worth a few minutes of your time? So then I decide for shits and giggles, I'm like, what biz of mine are you thinking this works for? Cause now mm-hmm. I'm like, is this a true spam or like, right, do you actually, right. like, or did you actually do your homework? For sure. And she goes, she's like, Hey, Brianna. Yeah. I'm referring to Thriversity. So I'm like, all right, you got me. Yeah. I'm talk- and I'm talking to them. So I think if it, you did your homework, show that you did your homework and show what this is going to do for me. And again, a few minutes of my time sounds like nothing. Well, I, what I will say, my comment to that is one, I'm shocked that you read that whole thing. Like, <laughs> I bet you that came through as a fucking novel in a text. So that actually, would actually wasn't so bad, but yeah, <laughs> that would actually be one thing that I would discourage people from doing. Like mm-hmm. if you're going to text, don't send like a lot of information that goes back to like the interview. Like don't send yeah, something sure. that's going to require a lot of reading. Cause I feel like people text is where you go to be brief, you know, and get some like quick information. I don't, I wouldn't send novels in that. So I would never send going back to like what we were saying about send a text saying, I'm sending you an email with those additional questions. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it ended up working on you, but I think most of the time, nine times out of 10, you don't read long shit like that. Oh no, I don't read anything. Like, uh, yeah, no, 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 thank you. But what I liked about this and why I wanted to read it is because they had actual data. They had Mm. numbers. They had, you know, so to me, it was very powerful because so like, okay, so from my point of view, if I'm gazing and just kind of glancing at like an email or a text message or whatever it is, if I see numbers, I'll actually stop to read it. You saw the dollar sign. That's what I saw a dollar sign. Exactly. That's why you stopped. A hundred percent. That's why I stopped. I did not read anything. I just saw dollar signs. And then I was like, let me read this shit. Oh, yeah. So our broke to boss tip is if you text Brianna... Put dollar signs in the email. Well, yeah. In hey, the text. Listen, if it is a business owner, a hundred percent put dollar signs in there. Like yeah. that's what makes our world go around, right? That's yeah, why yeah. we have a business. <laughs> I love that. Well, actually leading into our real broke to boss yeah. tip is um one that, you know, you kind of created yourself, which I love. Um, because typically I do these, but it's Brianna's We Are Goldfish. Um, I know there's a book that you wanted to us make, to make sure that we plugged here that you yeah. felt was really relevant. Um, but be really direct in your text messages. We're goldfish. We have the attention span. I want you to elaborate on that a little more. Yeah, absolutely. So just as we, as Taylor was saying, like I, I don't, you know, I don't read anything. Like I'm so bad that I will literally read the last sentence of an email to see if it interests me at all. Yeah, because yeah. like I always feel like the last is where it comes with a punch. So come on, punch me in the beginning. Um, but there is a there is a book called Smart Brevity, which we'll we'll link you know here in the comments or however however just rolls. Uh, but it's great because it goes into how in the society that we live in today, with our media, with our social media, with the fucking TikTok, right, doing so well. You know, it does so well because it's very short. Yeah. Very short. Like yeah. your brief, brief and be gone thing. So smart brevity shows you how you can say the smallest amount of words and sentences and still pack a punch. Love that. And I love it. And this, and you know, so here's the thing. I love reading. I love holding a book. Like I'm not normally on, on audible whatsoever, but this book, because of its, uh, of what it talks about, I actually love listening to it. So I do mm-hmm. have it on Audible and on Amazon. And I think it's great because it's just, it's also motivating. 
And it also just kind of makes you giggle. And so I was, um, I, I downloaded it for my journey to go to Tahoe. So it's like an eight hour drive and kids aren't always excited about it. And um, so I'm like, hey, Diego, you want to listen to this? He's like, yeah, sure. What's it about? And he actually got super into it. He's nine years old. Love and, that. and he found it like super fascinating because it talks about the psychology of consumers, the psychology of small bits and really, t- and really hones into the fact that our tension spans are so low, which by the way is really fucking sad, right? You yeah. Know, there's like squirrel, butterfly. What are we talking about? Yeah. You know, like, you know, and so smart brevity just really, I think nails it. And it's, it's, it's used in any and all business cases, but for, you know, your fellow uh, recruiters that are listening, even, you know, and flip it up even hiring managers that are listening you know it's like hey like you mm. you need this because we still have to grab the attention we still have to hire and even if we're not hiring and it's just like to our employees we still have to engage them yeah. how do we engage them with i guess the minimal i don't want to say effort cuz that sounds bad but with the minimal amount of words and 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 phrases true love that yeah that's awesome. my spiel and and no i didn't write it <laughs> I'm not pitching my own shit, right? I believe in it. Yeah. (laughs) Love that. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, we appreciate your comments, subscribes, all that sharing it, telling your friends about it, sending us messages. Love all that shit. Love it. All right. We'll see you next Tuesday. Thanks, y'all. Bye.